Hey guys, former WWE Superstar Hardstyle here. Make sure you're tuning in to Aaron and Tom and the incredible Hot Tag Hooligans podcast. I know I will be. Take care. to the Hot Tag Hooligans Wrestling Podcast Show. I'm Aaron. That's Tom. And tonight, we have a quite different type of guest for, for everyone. It's a name that you should know. It's Sam Mitchell of Autism Rocks and Rolls Podcast. How's it going? Hey, bud. How are you? Can't complain. I ate dinner. I had like a big old pizza, really, for dinner at um, our Malibu Grill in Bloomington. Oh, cool. So, all right, let me ask you this right off the bat. What kind of pizza do you order whenever you get pizza? Meat lovers. Meat lovers. Right up your alley. Yeah. yeah. Look, at, look at this. I mean, I think this proves it right here. <laughs> do you, now, do you like pineapple on pizza? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's not. It's not the worst thing that I've ever eaten on a pizza. I will. I will give you that. It's not the worst thing, but yeah. I hate on it. Yeah, I've had Ashley anchovies on pizza before, and that's probably the worst thing I've ever had on pizza. Can't do it. I don't like any veggies on my pizza. Yeah. Well, you got a great podcast going right now. It's Autism Rocks and Rolls. Let's talk about that real quick. Tell us how you got into actual podcasting. Sure. So I was on, um, it was through my school's media club after I joined that, and that's where I found it. So I decided after a while, it kind of got stale. So I wanted to do it my own, um, my own one, and add some to it. Hence the name. That's where Autism Rocks and Rolls was born. Awesome. So your genre that you kind of go through. I actually on the way home today uh, was listening to your funk music one. So how do you go about picking out your topics as far as what you're covering on your podcast? Okay, I call it the ape process. It's autistic perspective, an autistic behavior, a perspective or interviews, and some that are entertaining ones. That the funk one that you said, that was an entertainment. That was me being an idiot because part of part of the thing was me actually. Hey, you know what? I I think a lot of times you've got to be an idiot to be able to do these types of shows. You've got to let your personality shine through a lot. You know that's something that we've learned going through our process here over the last year is to start being a little bit more about yourself. But when you're looking at your podcast, what are some of the troubles that you have faced so far as far, whether it's just you're, you're promoting it or your production side of it, what is something that you're actually having a lot of trouble with so far balancing? Uh, I'd say sometimes it gets stressful, but for the most part, it'd be growth. Yeah, it's, it's definitely stressful a lot of times. You know, with us, we've had people cancel on us at the last minute and had to readjust oh, our, whole, the worst. Our, whole pro, yeah, our whole programming. And sometimes me and Tom just have to wing it after there. But what are the, some of the benefits and the joys that you're getting out of it so far? 
Um, I met a lot of cool people. Um, I'd say I've had some big guests, like obviously like James Durbin, Simon the Jumdar, Armani Williams, Mandy Harvey, Peter Lance, a couple of MMA fighters. I know Black Lone Taekwondo, so I've had my karate instructors. And and Temple Grandin. Awesome. What are some of the things that you have taken away from that as far as your guests go? What are some of the things that they have taught you to better yourself in that growth process? That they think differently and autism is actually an ability and for many reasons. I mean, one of the guests is so hyper-focused and he can't race because of his autism and his hyper-focusedness. And then one other guy, he skips steps. Like, I'm not like that type of person. I'm like, one, two, three. He's like A, B, F, Y, U, G. Now, you talked about your background with the uh, the mixed martial arts, Taekwondo and all that. <clears throat> Is that something that kind of got you uh, to get interested into pro wrestling? Or how did you end up actually getting into pro wrestling? Uh, that was because I was six and I was bored and I was being a kid. And I was skimming through the TV and... For some reason, I don't remember. It was a SmackDown. I remember there being a wheel. It must be like a special SmackDown roulette episode, but it's usually the Raw roulette, so I don't know why that happened. But anyway, it was. Um, I was watching Sheamus versus Wade Barrett SmackDown, and it was a tables match. So when you look at your your love for pro wrestling, um, you know, like Tom and I, I have total on our show many many a times. More times than not, it's just somebody flipping the channels and it just catches their eye. So what is it about pro wrestling, though, that really caught your eye, that captured you into it? Well, it depends. If you're a younger me, I was just a kid and I just thought it's something to watch. But the older me and now me, is think about this. You got Batman, you got Superman, you got Poison. I mean, I'm not saying it causes much action. But they got superpowers. And granted, that's good to have, but... It's kind of not really action. It's like an action movie that you see come to life. You know, you got real, like real people that are pretending to be heroes and villains, like movie scripts, but they don't have any powers. It's just them, you know, kicking booty. I don't know if you saw our last show. We had Matt Sigmund on the Heat Seekers tag team. And in my book, he mentioned that, you know, he was a big fan of comic books growing up. And the first time he got into pro wrestling, he you know, related it towards the superhero world and the good guy versus bad guy, the villain versus the hero aspect of it. And I think a lot of people nowadays miss that whole good guy versus bad guy feel of pro wrestling. What do you think? You know, I think it's good for the most part, but I like it mixed up every once in a while. I like hero versus hero and villain versus villain. I'm, I'm right there with you. I don't, I don't mind two good guys just going at it to see who's the best. You know, I think that's some of the best storylines I've told correctly. Um, so who are some of your favorites, not only when you first started watching, but as you have evolved your um, critiquing of pro wrestling and, and your fandom, who who would you say are some of your favorites now? Um, well, I got a list, so give me a minute. Okay. I have a full list typed up. What, who are my favorites? All right, and I'll, I'll read. I'll read. I'll read them to you. Um, 
we're about there. You're fine, man. All right. I think it's pretty cool. You actually got a list of people. Oh, yeah. Believe me, bud. My list change all the time because I, I, my opinion changes people all the time. All right. All right. Maybe. Come on, buddy. Technology. Out. There we go. So my favorites would be um, Becky Lynch, Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, the NWO, Psycho Sid, the Great Kali, Shinsuke Nakamura, Umaga, Yokozuna, Sami Zayn as a heel, Kevin Owens, Kane, Ken Shamrock, Bobby Heenan, Shane McMahon, Kurt Angle, and Mick Foley, who I is my very favorite, and I've gotten to met. That's a good list. Um, Foley's a big, uh, a big one for me too. Um, uh, growing up during the Attitude Era, uh, being in high school when he was on TV every week uh, was very inspirational to me. So I, I, I know what you're saying, man. Mick Foley is just a great guy. And very good when it comes to promos, uh, character work. He's one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. One of my favorite, and my, one thing I like about him is that interview he did with Jim Ross. Oh, yeah. That was, oh, that was I love the mixture of how it was, because if you watch the documentary, he said um, he's going to give his legit answers, but they're going to be in character. And I thought that was a genius move. Yeah. I think sometimes when, when they overthink things, they don't come out near as well, but Foley has that way of just keeping it simple and it ends up making everything a whole lot better. I agree. One thing I liked about your list is the, the diversity of it. You had a lot of the old timers that, you know, Tom and I kind of grew up watching and then you had some of the new blood as well. And one of those names was Bobby Heenan, and he's somebody who doesn't get a lot of credit, you know, with today's generation, because let's be honest, there's not a lot of managers nowadays. Uh, right. more, time, more times than not, there are more or less uh, women valets or other wrestlers who have transitioned to actual managing. So what is it about Bobby Heenan that you actually liked a lot? Okay, well, kind of goes with autism, actually, is reason. Um, with autism, people have to use their resources, right? in my opinion, and people in wrestling said, Bobby Heenan was cheating. I don't think so. I think he was a villain, granted, but I think he was a cheat. He was using his resources to help the guy win. Yeah, absolutely. He is perhaps the greatest manager of all time. Uh, even whenever he would get beat up, you were so entertained by him taking the punch and flopping around the ring or running from you know, one of the British Bulldogs, Bulldogs, you know, it's wrestling needs a Bobby Heenan right now, in my opinion. And Bobby Heenan didn't mind to do it. That was the best part. Oh, absolutely. It was like, what the heck? Go, guys, throw me, throw me in the ring post. <laughs> he could bump like none other. And on the female side of that, you know, Sherry Martell, Sensational Sherry or Queen Sherry, was the female version of Bobby Heenan, in my opinion. She would take those bumps right and left and flip every which way as well. Oh, yeah. So you yeah, mentioned yeah. Becky Lynch. 
Yeah, Becky Lynch, the man. Yeah, so is it the man character that drew you to her, or just is there something special about her that you want to talk about? No, the main character drew me in. Yeah, I when she hit that, she was another level. Uh, it was one of those moments that you just knew it was happening. It was it was unfolding like this is important. Totally agree with you on that one. Yeah, and I, and I love how people like were they're trying to bring her as a villain, but it wasn't going to work that way. No. Okay. happening? Yeah, it's kind of hard for Becky to be the villain when everyone was kind of tired of Charlotte always winning the titles every every week and everyone was wanting a change uh kind of miss becky right now you know i know she just had a baby and everything but be nice to get her back soon in the women's division but it would be so what about roman reigns what do you think about his new character right now where he's just this big alpha male yeah at first i didn't like the roman reigns tribal chief i like the big dog better and I think in some aspects, I still like the big dog when he wrestles. But as far as character, he has put it this way. If you're asking me Roman Reigns on wrestling, like doing the moves, it's the big dog. But if you're asking me on character, it's the tribal chief. Absolutely. Do you have a favorite right now between him and Edge for WrestleMania? Roman. Yeah. But yeah. I wouldn't be down for, but at the same time, I wouldn't be down for making Edge the Universal Champion for a little while. I wouldn't be like completely opposed to it. Hey, go ahead, Tom. So you put you had Braun Strowman on your list as well, and I'm a huge Braun Strowman mark. I'm probably one of the biggest out there. So what do you think they're doing with him? And do you feel like he's been given a fair shake? Ooh, I don't think so. I think they could bring they could push him up a little better. Yeah. Yeah. I you have a championship I, shot, at least. Yeah, I, I just feel like they make him look so silly all the time, and they just need to stop because there's I, – I feel like there's money with him if they do it the correct way, and they're nowhere near the correct way, in my opinion. No, they're not near the correct way. Now, you mentioned a bunch of wrestlers that you love. Who are some wrestlers that you're not quite fans of? Oh, you're not going to – I'm going to – I'm just telling you, my mom's right here. You're not going to like this one at all. Do, 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 John Cena. I'm the what is it about ball. Cena you don't like? He keeps chasing his moves. One day he's doing a sunset flip powerbomb. Next thing you know, he's doing a springboard stunner. Stick to your main moves, dude. But he's only got five moves. Get, we'll get some more moves and stick to them. You know, the thing about Cena was, is when he first came out, he was red hot. I think everyone fell in love with him. And there was always hope that the WWE would turn him as a bad guy. Do you think he would have been better off as a bad guy again later on in his career? I mean, if since it's later in his career, yes, I think it would be worth a shot. But I don't know. I can't give you a full answer on that one. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Like, when he was – really getting the crowd chance that, you know, the let's go Cena, Cena sucks. And people were really talking about him wanting to go heel. At the time, I think I was for it. But looking back, I don't know that it would have worked. I think about when Steve Austin turned heel at WrestleMania with Vince, and I'm like, that just didn't work for me. Yeah, um, it, it didn't work for Steve either. So I, I don't know. I, 
kind of now I'm like, I think he did the right thing as far as uh, John Cena. If you, could, if you could book one wrestling match uh, to main event WrestleMania, Sam, who would you book it to be? Ooh. So, oh, I, I, okay. Let's make it this one. This is my favorite rivalry. So let's make it Undertaker versus McFoley in. Uh, let's make this a little more interesting. Undertaker versus McFoley in a TLC match. You can't go wrong with Undertaker versus McFoley. And a TLC? Yeah, it would still work. It would in work. My yeah, in my opinion, it would still work. I, I think those two could still pull it off, even to this day. Foley would still do some crazy type of bump that he probably shouldn't take at his age. And Undertaker would be in character fully, and that match would be ready to go. Right, I I kind of I don't know. Did, I don't know if you guys watched the uh, WrestleMania 36, but do you remember the cinematic matches, the Boneyard and the Firefly Funhouse? Yep, absolutely. I'll be honest, the Boneyard one didn't really work for me, but the Firefly Funhouse one, oh, that was good. I liked that one. I don't even know what to say about the Firefly Funhouse one. Like I didn't hate it. I was just kind of like, what did I just watch? But it was great, you know. And and that, oh. It was like that's a train I wreck. I couldn't stop watching. That's what I loved about it. It's like, what did I watch? This is kind of cool. Like, what is there I, more? I enjoyed every minute of it. And I, again, I'm just like, y'all, at the end of it, I'm like, I don't know what I just watched, but I hope they do something like that again because I enjoyed it. Well, Sam, before we let you go tonight, tell everyone where they can listen to your podcast, Autism Rocks and Row. Sure. You can find me on Podbean, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, LinkedIn, Stitcher. Not there. I'm at Burp, so that's not the place. And iHeartRadio. Awesome. awesome. And my awesome. website at www.autismrocksandrolls.com. Awesome. And Sam, Etsy. I'm going to tell you, man, it's amazing uh, what you do. And for anyone who hasn't checked out your podcast, they really need to. Uh, I find them very enjoyable. And like I said, I listened to one all the way home today on my commute, which was a 90-minute commute. So I just kept it going between you and a couple others. But good job, man. Keep up the work, definitely. Thank you. Absolutely. You guys keep rocking. Thank you, you, sir. Everybody else out there, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, make sure you guys are checking out our T-shirts on PWTs. And make sure you guys pick up your copy, Independent Road, A Wrestler's Journey. Uh, yours truly featuring Tom himself uh, and a couple other people as well. You can get that at Barnes and Nobles. We appreciate you guys greatly. Everyone stay safe and have a good night.